74 of the Daily Intermission Podcast. Nate, how are we doing today, bud? Episode John Carlson. Let's eat, boys. That's right. Let's go. I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Things are well. Uh, just a quick shout out. Happy Remembrance Day. Or is it Happy Remembrance Day? I mean, you know, we, we take some time to remember, um, you know, all of the people who made some serious sacrifices in their lives for, for our freedoms and, and for, yeah. you know, for life that we take for granted. Yeah, I don't know if it's happy, but I mean... Happy Remembrance Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, enjoy your day. Like. Yeah, exactly. Well, we hope you enjoyed your day off um, and you took some time. Uh, it is 11-11, I do believe, and, and a moment of silence for those who have fought and gave their lives for, for our country and, and for, for, you know, the lives we live today. So uh, I just, you know, obviously, you know, we like to, to give a shout out to, to all the people who fought. I mean, what? I mean, life has changed dramatically since these people were drafted. And, and oh, made. dude. Like, honestly, I, I can't say enough, like, to thank them because, like, I just picture myself being in that situation and, like, fuck, man, like, I probably wouldn't have gone. Like, I'm such a pussy. <laughs> it would have been an absolute battle in the trenches. Oh, I can't, like, dude, I'd be like, that's what I always said, too. It's like, if they're, like, they're going up to draft and it's like, all right, like, they knock on my door. It's like, I'd be like, listen, guys, like, surely to God, there's somebody better you can get. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, I will do you no good out there. Yeah, like I they so. would have used the logistics, or maybe you weren't battling on the front lines, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd go medic. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd haul like you know because you can't shoot medics. Yeah, yeah, okay, right? that, that's the rule. Is that a rule? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah. That's like a that's a rule. Okay. Yeah, you can't like the if you There's have an like, unwritten the, rule. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it's like a United Nations like okay. legitimate like yeah. like war crime if yeah. you shoot the medics. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, they have the cross on and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure, but we'll have to look into that. Yeah, we may have to. Anyway, I mean, I'm, like you could shoot them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, st- the way we're stopping you in war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, there's like probably hundreds of thousands of bullets flying around. And there's this guy. Oh wait, wait, yeah. wait. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Yeah. Medic. It's like better yet. It's like all right, boys. Scrap the army gear. Medic costumes. Yeah. Can't shoot us. Yeah. But no, that anyway. would be uh, very illegal. And obviously we hate joking about that, but we are very thankful. And, and obviously yes. lest we forget and, and we remember all of the soldiers who, who gave their lives for, for the freedoms that we have today. But, uh, but Nate, before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk about World and Travis Scott's concert that he put on. Eight dead. Just, you know, a very tragic series of events that happened. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable, really. Yeah, it's, I mean, you almost get some, with Black Friday looming, you almost get some Black Friday vibes. I mean, people getting trampled, you know? Which, which, I mean, Black Friday is absolutely ridiculous like that. You get trampled. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are blaming Travis Scott. Like, he's taking a lot of heat here. And, like, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I, I think I told you the other day, when I first saw these headlines come out, I right away, there was no specifics on the deaths of the individual. So I thought right away, I was like, I mean, I've... I've experienced some of these concerts. I know exactly what goes down at these types of concerts. Yeah. And I was thinking it was, you know, overdoses or, a, you know, a fentanyl kind of, yeah. you know, there was drugs being sold at the concert. Right. But it was literally hundreds of thousands of people stampeding towards the stage and people just got trampled. See, this is the thing I never understand. Like, how do people just, like, run over people to get to something? Yeah, like, like what do you think? That the, every single person is going to be able to get, like, a Travis Scott shoe or an yeah, autograph? Like, yeah, and it's also, like, you're just getting close to the stage, dude. Like, 
lay low a bit. Like you're not like you're still hearing the music from wherever you are. Yeah. It's it, it's like Black Friday again. Like you know what I mean? It's like we got to get in there and get these TVs for sixty percent off. It's yeah. like you're gonna kill a person to get a television. Like, I mean, it's it's incredibly sad, really, what happened here. And and even like you know you revert back to like mosh pits at concerts. Like I've never really understood that. Like people are just like absolutely tuning each other up at a concert yeah. it's like, what is going on I, here? I don't know i i this rare i would i could never get that fired up to just be like all right let's go beat the shit out of some random people for yeah. for the fact of beating the shit out of them while music plays imagine like walking out of that concert after and be like wow i just did that yeah like it is going to be interesting to track this story though because like you said um you know it, it seems like Travis Scott might be negligent for for some of these for the, for for some of these deaths and and uh, he's under a ton of scrutiny. I know he's been dropped from other concert venues and and yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll continue to follow that story. I mean, is that just from what he was saying to get the people to come up? Because I know he was saying like security can't stop him. Or, that's all I heard. Oh okay. And then they were kind of like running in, but like I don't think if he would have been like, "Hey guys, stop! Like get away from!" Like I don't think people were listening at the same time. So it's like. I, I don't know. It's a weird situation. Yeah, I I, ha I don't know the full details of it, but, I mean, it'll continue to develop. Obviously, it's not going anywhere. Um, Nate, I wanted to talk about dating apps because, you know, obviously I'm a long-time single individual, and I poke my head into these apps. I, I go through phases where I download them, and I think, and I'm like, Hugh Hefner one day, and then all of a sudden I think I'm like, you know, just some absolute plug who can't wheel a wheelbarrow <laughs> down a hill. And uh, It would be kind of tough, really. I mean, you got to. Yeah, the balance, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but anyway, a tire down a hill. But uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, man, I, some of the, like, some of the 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 women and, and men even that you run into, it's just it's such an odd place to be scouting around and poking your head in. Like I know that there are successful relationships that develop off these platforms like Tinder and Hinge and Bumble, but man, like some of the conversations I have with people, I'm just like I have no idea what this person is like in, in real life, and and just some of the photos, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like. Have you ever run into just some odd scenarios on there? Dude, I've matched with goats before. <laughs> like, it, it's an absolute joke out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or like, sometimes you get swiping, and you're like, you I don't know, man. Like, sometimes you get swiping, you wake up, and you're like, it's like match. You and you're like, okay, what's going Yeah, I know. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then, nothing against the girls. It's yeah. just like. I was getting a little trigger happy last night. Yeah, it's like, holy, I must have missed something here. Yeah. Like, this isn't right. But, yeah, like I was going to say, like, people will make fake accounts for, like, the rabbits and shit. And, like, for whatever reason, like, I don't recall swiping on them. But maybe I get a few uh, few Michelobes in me and I'm thinking a goat's looking pretty decent. I'm not sure. But, yeah. you know, I've it, it's a debatable sight out there. My favorite is when someone will post a photo with the same group of people for the entirety of the yeah. profile. It's like, well, which one are you? Yeah, I know. Like, there's, a, there's a couple very attractive individuals yeah. here that I'm eager to swipe to, but... Uh, you just have to get a feeling in that situation. It's like, well, why are there not solo photos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why is there that? Yeah. That this, <laughs> yeah. Not to, you know, this is... No, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a funny spot. To, By that, I mean to poke, goat. To poke your head in. And I had a girl the other day... Um, her her thing her like message was like guess how many tattoos I've had in the last month so I replied to it and I was like you know she's a cute girl and I'm like I don't know like you know two tattoos she's had six tattoos in the last month and oh! the red flags were waving that's everywhere red flag. that's like those like I mean for me it's just like those those leg like when people have the tattoos on their thighs yeah I don't, I hate that it's kind of like a it's like a kind of like a young I hate to use this term but fuck boy like. 
a lot of people I find are getting like thigh tattoos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I think thigh tattoos are maybe the worst spot. And and obviously like you get whatever tattoo you want. Yeah. Like no one's going to be listening to this and be like, oh, maybe I won't. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the whole thing. You get a tattoo, you want the tattoo. Yeah. But for me, a thigh tattoo is never going down. Yeah. Never going down. Yeah. It's kind of an odd place to, to, to get a tattoo. My always, my favorite one is, is the sports logo on the calf. Like that is, I mean, that's all uh, time milk. Yeah, you can't get, you can't get sports logos. No, on your body. And then, and then to top it off, predicting the year that they're gonna that win the championship. That shit is obnoxiously ridiculous, man. That is the dumbest thing. You're like you see them sometimes too, and it's like Detroit Lions, like 2022 Super Bowl champs, and you're like. There's no hope. They haven't won a game yet. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? It's, it's ridiculous. <coughs> but, Nate, we do like to talk about sports on the podcast. And this is, you know, an area, a realm of sports that we don't often cover, but we have to. They have earned the respect of the daily intermission. It's a Canadian national soccer team looking to qualify for the World Cup in Qatar. They're off to an undefeated six games, two wins, four draws. They're heading to Edmonton to take on Costa Rica and Mexico. I'm all over it. I love following this. Yeah, it's awesome. I I saw that they were 1-0-2. Oh. Yeah. 1-0-2? Yeah, I thought they were one win and two draws. No, they're they're, they're two wins and four draws. They've okay. been six games, yeah. Okay. Um, I've got I'm it right here. Looking at the, um, uh... Yeah, so okay, they're in yeah. third place behind Mexico and the United States. Still on beat, um, though. No, exactly. Regardless. So. And I love that they're heading to Edmonton. And yeah. there's something deep down that gives me such joy that they're playing Costa Rica and Mexico, two, you know, fairly warm places in Edmonton, Alberta in November. Like, that to yeah. me is the true, like, home of the north. Like, like the boys are going to be flying around That's in t-shirt true. and shorts. These other teams are going to be wearing parkas out there. Oh, dude, they're going to be freezing. Yeah. And, and there's nothing worse than playing soccer in, like, uncomfortably cold temperatures. I remember, like, school soccer. Every time it's, like, provincials will be in November. Yeah. And you're like, can we just switch the season to, like, spring? Yeah. Like, this is outrageous. Like, you're kicking the ball, your foot's frozen. Also, Mexico must be amped to be playing in Canada. Yeah. Did you see uh, their whole, for their home games? No. Oh, they can't even have fans for two games. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because the whole crowd was chanting anti-gay stuff. Oh, my goodness. So they got, they got, uh, they got suspended two games without fans at home. I mean, well, so. Yeah, I mean that's that certainly seems to be a reasonable penalty. That just can't go down. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were saying. I couldn't find it, but um, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, just what are you even chanting? Soccer fans are probably the most ruthless in the world. Oh, they're not. They have to be. Well, man, even just yeah, for sure. Like, did you hear what was it uh, a long time ago? Death threats, rioting. Oh, not yeah, like death. Th- oh, dude, death threats. Uh, what was it? A guy in Colombia, he scored on his own net. Yeah. And then like ten days later, he was murdered. Yeah. It's like, man. Like, like, give that guy a break. I mean, people are very passionate about soccer worldwide. That There's just no question asked. But Murder! I mean, that's insane. For scoring. But it's it looks like, I mean, if we can get it done here at home, it looks like Canada is going to book their ticket to the World Cup for the yeah. first time since, like, 1963. Or no, it's 86. Yeah, I think 86 sounds more. Yeah. Um, but anyway, regardless, we've been irrelevant on the national stage. And after the women won the Olympics... Soccer's making a bit of a rebound here in Canada. Yeah, the men got to get it going. Like, we got to get to yeah. the... Yeah, I was also looking, you know what's a crazy stat what's for this team? Like, obviously, Alfonso Davies, super well-known. You know hip, You know how old he is? He's young. 22? Yeah. Him and uh, Jacob Schaffelberg are the same age, 21. Wow. Isn't that wild? And he's one of the best like, in the world. Like, he's so prom- Yeah, he's so yeah. prominent, man. 
It's crazy That's how talented awesome. he is at 21 years old. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll be following that closely. Uh, he's so, from Edmonton, too. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. going to be humming, So, dude. Alfonso Davies is headed to where he grew up. Uh, he's so, going to be on book every over you can for him. Yeah. Goals, yeah. one and a half, book it. Yeah, so they play Costa Rica tonight in Edmonton. And they play Tuesday against Mexico in Edmonton. So that's, I'm hoping for cold weather. I'm hoping for everything that Canada can have as a home field advantage. Um, I know tickets are sold out. It's going to be absolutely electric. So we'll be following along closely with that. Yeah. Nate, moving into the NFL, the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers obviously dominated headlines. Um, lying about his, his COVID-19 vaccination status. He got fined just over $14,000. The team, Green Bay, fined $300,000. Okay, so, like, what's the story here? Like, obviously, Green Bay knew. Yeah. So, they just kind of turned a blind eye to it and were hoping nothing happened? I think the fines are so little because they, they went through every sort of protocol that you had to do right. for an unvaccinated individual. People are making an incredible uproar because of the interview where he said, I'm immunized. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I just think it's a little little like the penalty should have been a little harsher like cd lamb for example got fined twenty thousand dollars for an untucked jersey yeah i mean that's ridiculous yeah that's like uh going back to the nhl we were talking about it yesterday when uh like all the stuff that's happened with chicago they got fined two million yeah. and then when the coyotes had the guy like training early whatever it was yeah training early before he like he was rights to the team they got fined three million i believe so yeah. it's like well like that's the worst thing and people get really pissed off about it because the fines never add up even whether it's for diving or or yeah. something else, you know what I mean? Like, they just seem to never make sense. There's no rubric for, like... Yeah, for the they kind of just throw a number out. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way they had, like, a set fine for, like, okay, here's what we're going to give Aaron Rodgers. No. But, I mean, like, 100000 is probably a little more fair than fourteen grand. Yeah, 100%. What's that guy make that per snap? Uh, yeah, there's like, a good chance he does. And, I mean, we think about Evander Kane, he was suspended 21 games. Yeah, yeah, uh, like you know, what what a quarter of the season exactly so, uh, so, in the NHL. So obviously the leagues, there's no there's no consistency between the no. penalties that they give out. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Nate continues to steal headlines. Mm -hmm. He's going to be finding a new home. Obviously, he cleared waivers, so he is a free agent. And oftentimes you have to close your eyes and turn a blind eye to the the headlines and and and, and the sources because I guarantee you nobody knows where this guy's going yet. Yeah. You can say, yeah, he's looking at Green Bay. Yeah, he's looking at Seattle. Nobody knows. Like, yeah, but that, that happens with everybody, all the good teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, like he's going to come here, like Russell Wilson, you know what I mean? They're going to be electric, like, yeah, or, or Aaron Rodgers wants them. And, you know, he'd be great for Mac Jones. It's like, it's always these good. You have no idea. No. You, you don't, don't have an idea. Obviously, it's going to be a contender. I think that you can narrow it down yes. to someone who is a playoff hopeful and a Super Bowl hopeful. Well, he pretty much said he wasn't going to report to, yeah. like, a bottom 10 team or yeah, whatever. So. Exactly. So, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see. I thought by today we'd have the news of Odell Beckham Jr. I wouldn't be surprised if sometime throughout today yeah. he's on a new team. That's the way it goes. As soon as we record, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens the second we hit end yeah. on the episode. No, exactly. Um, Frank Gore, the third all-time rusher in the NFL. I mean, I could have sworn he was still playing. This guy... This guy played in the NFL for, like, running backs don't have long years in the NFL. I mean, yeah. these guys get banged up. They have one of the toughest jobs in the league. But Frank Gore played until he was 37 years old. Just, it, it seemed, you know, season after season, this guy was getting picked up and, and, you know, running well, averaging four yards per carry. But he's fighting Darren Williams in a boxing match. What is up with athletes going into the boxing ring? Like, is it, that's just the most lucrative way to, to oh, get paid. it's just such quick money. Career. You yeah. go do one fight, doesn't really matter how it goes. Also, I was looking at the, these two individuals. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm on Frank Gore. Yeah, 100%. Like, no other. Yes. Like, this is maybe the biggest landslide. He's going to kick the shit out of him. 
And yeah, I just think that this guy's going to be able to eat punches all day. Like, oh, he he'll won't do go down. Dude, yeah, I mean, think of the, just like the sports they played. I mean, like... Frank Gore is obviously used to getting absolutely tuned up and like say what you want about like some people try to claim the NBA is like physical. Yeah. I mean, is it? Yeah. I is mean, the NBA physical compared to the NFL? Like this is this is going to be outrageously lopsided. I wouldn't be surprised if this is done round one. Yeah, I know. I agree. I'm, we're all over Frank Gore. So I guess that'll be a best bet we'll give out. Oh, Frank Gore, 100%. Frank Gore. Oh, uh, in the dude. Frank Gore, Darren Williams boxing match. Get out the sledgehammer. Yeah. Nate, this was, I, I mean, oftentimes – in sports, you see some things that are a little over the top, and you're like, "Wow, like that was that was a bit much." Russell Wilson's going to make his return this week after just missing three weeks, which I mean seems to be. Is it only three temper. weeks? Yeah, it's been three weeks. Jeez, he broke a finger. I, I mean, know. like, like we'll make a big deal of it, or he obviously made him a huge deal of it. So I guess I'm going to start things off. So Russell Wilson, during his injury, he went out in clothes to the to the coin flip when the, when the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks were playing on yeah. uh, on primetime, which was just extremely milky. Mm-hmm. Now, after three weeks, he has this big rehab slash hospital visit slash return video after missing three weeks with a broken finger. Yeah, it was hilarious, too, because like the just the frame by frame in this video made it look like he was coming back from like surviving the war. Dude. It's like literally there's getting like a thing is being taken off his pinky. And then it shows, like, it's fans to the x-ray. The x-ray of a finger. (laughs) I was like, are you joking, dude? Like, is this a... He's in the hospital with the doctor. They're, like, looking over stuff. It's like, how is this a highlight video? Like, not a highlight video, but, like, a pump-up. You know what I mean? It's like, Like, you got a a finger! I'm back video. I mean, let's let's not forget. I mean, not not too far... Not too long ago, I should say, Alex Smith broke his leg. He got infected. The guy nearly died or nearly had to amputate his leg. He made a comeback. That's the type of comeback where you make, like an I'm back, yeah. hype up video. Yeah. Not a three week broken figure. This guy, I I love Russ. Like, don't get me wrong, he's an incredible football player. But this whole situation with him going to the coin flip and street clothes during prime time, him making this big I'm back return video after three weeks, like I just think he's a complete milk bag now. Oh, dude, hundred percent, man. That that is the most foolish thing I've ever seen in my life. I think. All right, Nate, like how can you? Oh, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's just so wild, like. I'm trying to picture, like, the cameraman in there, too. Yeah. Like, how do you get a camera guy in there and be like, all right, dude, like, uh, today's the day I get my finger cast yeah. off. Yeah. Did, finger did, cast? Yeah, like, who who You got a splint on your pinky guy. Like, who do you ask? It's like, yeah, do you mind, like, following me to the hospital and, and being yeah. me and Sierra, like, walking down the hallway? Like, you Someone hired... Like, oh, hell yeah, dude. This is going to be hype. Yeah, you hired a camera crew. Anyway, it, the whole thing is just ludicrous. Uh, but Russell Wilson will make his return this week. Um, so, shout out, Russ, for the quick recovery and, uh, and definitely... Very quick recovery. Um, you know... I guess good luck for the rest of the season, but uh, Sam Darnold Nate, will miss four to six weeks. Um, Fuck. Might be a blessing. Might for the Carolina. Might Panthers. be a blessing. Like we like we said last time. Dude, the front office is probably up. They probably had a party. They probably had pinatas. They were probably chop- popping champagne last night. Dude, man, that guy's the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He definitely had a tough week last week. Like, I mean, the Patriots have his number. He sees ghosts. I know, but uh, it's like, dude, you got to get over that shit. Oh man, you know what I mean, like. And it's You're gonna like, be an NFL quarterback. You got to be able to, you know, stand up to this. Is this team gonna give you demons your whole career? It, it's incredible. I mean, like you think about it too. I mean, you've got you know maybe the most versatile running back in football with Christian McCaffrey. You've got DJ Moore, who's definitely a number one receiver. Yeah. Uh, you got Robbie Anderson, who's he's been nearly irrelevant because I'm I'm gonna guess I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say it, it's been Sam Darnold's play. So I mean, after the three 0 week, Sam Darnold was getting carried around on a throne, and now I mean. <laughs> Zero to a hero to zero, real quick. And what was it when they started three and zero? Right, it was like the 
just three absolute dumb. What was it? Houston and then both New York teams. Both New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, like the Jets. Yeah. You may as well go play the Valley Bulldogs. Oh, I know. To reference them in back-to-back episodes, which is actually incredible. But yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> Sam Darnold out four to six weeks, potentially the season because he may lose his job. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. This this is a developing story. We don't have over uh, too much information, um, but it sounds like he was the victim of domestic violence, which oftentimes, you know, I hate to use the word refreshing, but it's always the other way around. Yeah, it is always the other way around in the NFL. The, the NFL uh, players are oftentimes not oftentimes, but you know, you've got you get the odd case of domestic violence, which is obviously extremely sad, it's a terrible crime. Uh, but apparently, his ex girlfriend beat the wheels off of him. Yeah, I mean, it also seems like she's basically the female Keanu Reeves, from what I read. Yeah, I mean, she's she's hacking former keys. Military. She's yeah, yeah. She's former military. I mean, she's hacking up keys to break into the house. She's walking in at all hours of the night. Yeah. She's just showing up in the like. You know how terrifying that would be, dude. If you were just like hanging out, and then all of a sudden she's just like in your house, you'd be like, Jesus. Like I know, like it probably seems like how you said, like the refreshing way, because it's always the other way around. But like, dude, this would still be straight up terrifying. Oh no, no doubt. matter what, like no doubt. But I guess you know she's charged. Um, he's being charged with domestic violence against her. She's put up videos. Anyway, it's going to be interesting to follow that story because I mean the Minnesota Vikings are in desperate need of Dalvin Cook. He's one of the best running backs in the league. That team. I mean, I can never read them. They're they're one of those teams that are oftentimes caught yeah. in in, uh, in no man's land, like we like to say. There's so um, much shit going on right now in it, all leagues. It's actually bonkers. Like everybody is coming out. Oh man, well, let's uh, let's move into the NBA, Nate. Let's yeah. talk about the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Mr. Sarver. <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean, this guy, this guy's something, dude. I mean, so we talked about it last episode with uh, with oh gosh, I can't forget his name, the, the former owner of the of the Clippers, but it seems like. Uh, um, Robert Stern, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stern. That's right. I think Donald Stern. Donald Stern. Yeah, right. yeah. I was thinking Howard Stern, but that is indeed yeah. the uh, radio host. Yeah, the radio host. Yeah. So I'm not gonna uh, not to be confused. Um, but it, I mean, it, this might be one of those situations where he is forced to resign or forced to sell the team. Like, like this guy. Like, there's some serious stuff coming out where he has just been an absolute idiot. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of the some of the things. It, it like you know what I mean. It seems like like ten years ago would have been like basically harmless stuff, but I mean, it's still pretty like. It's messed up shit. Like, uh, the pantsing thing I referenced, or I said to you yesterday. I mean, there was one person who came up. It was, like, their first time in front of management. There was, like, 60 people in there. The dude walked up behind him, ripped his pants, pantsed him in front of everybody. So just, we got schlong hanging out in front of, like, your entire new, all your coworkers. And it's like, well, how do you even recover from something like that? You know what I mean? It's just, it's childish. It, that's like middle school humor. I mean, and this is the owner of the basketball team. He's Yeah, you know, like. There's, there's misogynistic comments, uh, racism. I mean, this guy's being, the, the whole book's been thrown at this guy. Did you watch the, the little, like, roast video thing they did? No. They had, like, a little, like, um, it was, like, a big meeting of, like, it seemed like they were kind of having a party. They had a mic and stuff. And he was just, just the most misogynistic comments. Like, I'm obviously not going to repeat them and stuff. Yeah. But it was just back and forth, like, just ripping on women, this and that. And then another thing came out too where some of people said in a meeting at least on like four occasions that he's just in these meetings being like yeah yeah i wear uh, i have to use magnum condoms that's like what bud like in a professional setting you can't i mean i mean that's just that you just you just can't refer or reference your cock size during a professional (laughs) meeting i mean that's just that's just generally not it doesn't well i just try to picture doing that like imagine like imagine like your former workplace imagine going in there and be like yeah you know the with the magnums I'm using. It's yeah. like, wh- what? Anyway, it's, it is it is ridiculous, that server situation. So, yeah, we'll continue to monitor that. Um, oh, there's more to come on that for sure. 
former or last year's NBA MVP, Nikolai Jokic, has been suspended one game. Man, so we talk about physical physicality in NBA, man. Yeah. This, I loved this. So Markeith Morris, one of the Morris twins who play in the NBA, I mean, they're notorious for being kind of pests and, and they play hard. But, uh, but Jokic was going for, you know, kind of like a half-court heave and, and Morris, you know, gave him a body. But yeah. Jokic was like, okay, well, like, what? Flew over and absolutely bodied the guy. I loved it. I love seeing it. I love seeing emotion and physicality in the NBA. I think a one-game suspension is perfectly fine. I, like, you just – this guy's the the reigning MVP. He's also seven foot two or something ridiculous. Like, you you can't do that – in the NBA, and I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I loved what I saw from him. I love I love the toughness. I love the emotion showed by Nikolai Jokic. He's one of my favorite players. He's an absolute monster, night in night out. Um, but uh, but I need to catch the clip. Uh, currently watching it. Okay. Um, you know, uh, whoever put this clip up is obviously in complete slow motion here. Okay, yeah, he's going for the okay. That's clear body. Yeah, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent from from Marquise Morris. Like unnecessary. Like, yeah, for sure, that. for sure. Jerseys yeah. are heat though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The jerseys do look good. Okay. All right. And then we got. Boom. Yeah. I. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's a little response. Like, yes, and, man. and he's the one getting suspended, right? Uh, Jokic. Jokic is, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I. I loved what I saw. I hate retaliation stuff, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not even like from the player, just from like when they call it. You know what I mean? You let the first thing go, and then the, the retaliation they always call it. So yeah. it's like just call both. It's a call. Yeah. It's, it, it's just such it, a classic. Yeah. It, the it, second guy in. And it's so annoying too. It's like when um people somebody dives. And yeah. they call both guys. It's like just call the guy who dies. Yeah, exactly. Like, wh- how is this going to stop him? You're st- it's no disadvantage. Like, no. Anyway, I think that's a warranted, well warranted suspension. So during that, obviously, he was going for a half court heave. Like, I, I wanted to know, and, and you know, watching this clip, like, do, do teams practice this? Like, there's four occasions during a basketball game where that's like a, a shot that's that's yeah. handy. Yeah. You know, oftentimes it could be very beneficial. Like, I think teams should be practicing that. Like a football play, like running routes, the guy at the end, yeah. is looking, the guy with the best arm is hooking up with the guy at half court. And like you're trying to get Steph Curry, Damian Lillard come to mind, like guys in your team who can catch the ball and make a half court shot. Like this yeah. is something they've got to be practicing for sure. And I think they, for the most part, do. Yeah. How many times do you see like the practice highlights of the guys just absolutely heaving like yeah. from even further? You know yeah. what I mean? They're just going and going. And I mean, also those guys have such good feel for it. Like like a three pointers, like you know they've done it so many times yeah. that like so I don't, they probably don't have to practice it too much. But it it, it could be a good good thing to just i know if you're dialed in on it like i would i, mean, I, I would have plays drawn up like say five <coughs> plays from from the inbound and then finding a guy open at half court and giving him a shot or yeah. even if it's like beyond half court like you got to have a guy who's willing to take that three-point shot and there being a like a 25 percent probability he's gonna hit it. yeah and then again even just like spread the guys out in odd spots where it's like okay are I'm not going to cover him. Yeah. Like, what, why am I going to go to the far left of center court yeah. and cover this dude? It's like, well, I'll just hit him and then I'll just absolutely dunk it because we've been practicing it, boys. What's up? Yeah. Like, it would be hilarious. Anyway, I, I definitely was curious about that. And, and obviously, we continue to monitor the Ben Simmons situation in Philadelphia. I mean, he is now getting fined again by the team. He did have uh, a mental illness um, kind of, you know, uh, a mental illness uh, break from the team. And uh, but now he's continuing getting fined for not reporting to practice and, mm-hmm. and with the team. So I've heard that the Celtics have entered the chat regarding Simmons. Obviously, there's a lot of drama going on with the Celtics right now, and, and with Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and, and yep. Jason Tatum. So so we'll continue to monitor that. I mean, I, Ben Simmons has got to play. He's one of the best point guards in the league. I don't care what anyone says. He's an awesome player. So he needs to find a new home and be playing. It'd be good for the NBA. Speaking of the drama stuff, did you see the Bagley stuff? 
Uh, Marvin Bagley? Yeah. No, I didn't see him. Oh, he, um, what was it? Well, they told him at the start of the season that he wasn't going to start. Okay. Or whatever. So he was obviously kind of pissed off. I mean, yeah. it's the second overall pick a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and then, what was it? Not, well, I guess it would be the two nights ago now. Um, he was getting ready to check into the game and he was like, nah. Didn't go, didn't go. Wow. Wouldn't go in. So he'll be getting traded from Sacramento. You have to reckon, like, right? Yeah. It's just, it's another day in the NBA, man. Wow. You know, one thing's gone wrong and this player wants out. Yeah, for but. sure. And they've got a t- yeah, they've got a ton of bargaining power. It seems like if they just they don't do. play, they don't play exactly. Yeah. And then they get moved exactly pretty much where they want to go. Yeah, like think of like obviously James Harden comes to mind right away. Yeah, it's like all right, well I'm done. You yeah. know, wear a fat suit for a bit and then just come in shredded. Yeah, I get to Brooklyn. That was ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> but hey, we're gonna move in the NHL and, and obviously I, I do want to start in kind of a you know a darker spot in the NHL and you know we're gonna talk about John Doe 2.0. Um, obviously you know with Kyle Beach coming out and talking about his situation with the Chicago, Chicago Blackhawks. Well, it didn't end here. I mean, this guy, you know, obviously didn't didn't see any repercussions. Um, Brad Aldrich. And yeah. uh, he went on to have a day with the Cup after they won. And, and he went on to uh, to coach a 16-year-old um, uh, boys hockey team. And, and he... Pulled the he, same shit. He pulled the same stuff with a 16-year-old boy. And, and, and his mother had an interview uh, on TSN. And it's very powerful. It's extremely sad. Uh, it's sickening, you know. It really makes your stomach sink. Um, listening to the mother talk about, you know, the struggles her son's been through. I mean, he was abusing um, drugs and and really acting out of character. You know, he was essentially raped by by Brad Aldrich, and and uh, you know, this, yeah, it, it's hard to put into words. I mean, this this individual needs to be behind bars for the remainder of his life. I mean, <coughs> these are sick human beings, sick minded people. And there's just, there's just no excuse for what he's done to, to humans. It just kind of blows my mind how he's just not in jail. Yeah. Like with all this stuff coming out, like you've got guys who knew about the situation, losing their job. It's like, how, how are we doing nothing about this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's all the facts are there. People are literally getting fired because of the situation. We know it's a thing. Like, we've got to get this guy into a prison because he's just going to do it again, man. Yeah. Because that's how it goes. Like Definitely. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, he served nine months for what he did to the 16-year-old kid, which it's just... Nine months, dude? Like insanity. Yeah, like, um, nice. So, yeah, I mean, he, he he's going to be behind bars. There's no questions there. I mean, he hasn't served any time for the Kyle Beach situation, which he's going to. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything on the legal front for, you know... Um, for a trial date or anything like that, but that is going to be heavily publicized as it should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I heard he's like he's the amount of compensation he's entitled to. Kyle Beach is like I think like seventy million bucks. Yeah. Well, like because we'll think, well, think about it. So so it's punitive losses, punitive damages. Mm-hmm. So, so so something like that. So 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 say you were in a car accident and uh, you know you weren't you weren't liable for the accident. The other person t boned you, ran a red light. Yeah. And you were. Um, you know, you were a prominent soccer player about to go make $10 million. Well, you're entitled to that $10 million. Yeah. Um, so he was a first round pick who career didn't, didn't pan out, but what, what, you know, what would, what would he have made throughout his career? Right. So, and even just two, just losses in, uh, uh, you know, throughout life, like mental, yeah. mental illnesses yeah. and things. So yeah, Pain I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a hundred million dollars. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. So it's going to be interesting to see. And, and, uh, and yeah, we'll continue to follow that. They, Montreal Canadiens, obviously terrible news with Carey Price. I mean, everyone had known that he had entered the, the mental the mental health program through the NHL, but I don't think many people knew that it was for substance abuse. No. And uh, he came out this week, and, 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 you know, he didn't have to do this, but he, he publicly um, addressed his, his struggles with substance abuse, and, and it doesn't seem like... I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carey Price uh, misses the rest of the season. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't expect I – did, I didn't know what it was, honestly. Like, I at first I thought maybe, like, alcohol. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming it was something a little more um, aggressive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's good he's getting help and stuff. And I think it's, like – I mean, it's obviously a big issue in the NHL. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Uh, it, you have um, – well, what is it? Like, Mike Richards was arrested for the same, like, cocaine use yeah. at the border. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just countless, countless stuff. And it's, like – it's good for him to get help, and yeah, I don't know if he will be back this year. I mean, but I mean, first things first, like he's got to get the help he needs absolutely before he comes back to play hockey and then get absolutely ripped on by his fan base. Yeah, I know absolutely. And, and Carey Price, I mean, your, your mental health and and just you, you know your overall health as a human being is first and foremost, and and obviously too, you you know, it, it takes some courage to step away and say, sure. you know, listen, I you know I'm I'm hurting, I, you know, I'm unhealthy, and and uh, you know it's truly awesome, but selfishly. I'll revert back to, and, and obviously it's you know, maybe not the time to do this, but I mean the Canadian Olympic team is going to miss Carey Price. I mean he is 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 was probably going to be the starter for this team, and, yeah. and now you're looking, you're like, ooh, we are a little weak in that position. Yeah, like who we taking? Bennington. Yeah, like he, he'll be Flurry. Yeah, Flurry. I mean Bennington. Anti Vaxwood. Oh my God! If Anti Vaxwood is the goalie for Canada, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Bennington will be trying to fight the Croatians. Yeah, he'll be down there trying to square up with a China goalie. Oh man. It's I mean it's going to be a developing story. That's what this story will turn into. Will be the monitoring of Carey Price's health yep. and what the Canadians are going to do in between the pipes come February. Yeah. Um Nate, the Anaheim Ducks president and general manager um do you know his name? First name Murray. Bob Murray. Bob Murray, thank yeah. you. Bob Murray has resigned. Um man, some of the conduct that he was going like See, so, I didn't hear anything about this. So some of the, so uh, it's just it's just it's just a thwart of conduct. Just yelling and screaming at people, okay. you know, just kind of demoralizing people publicly right. uh, and privately. You know, whether it was players or, or individuals in the organization, like he just was just extremely, extremely negative um, towards people. You know, and just yeah, like I said, demoralized them and you know with 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 language and and, uh, and yeah, it was just it's just professional conduct that you just don't expect out of these types of people. Um, you know, when people get put into these these positions of authority and you abuse that authority. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't turn out well. You have to lose your job. Yeah, for sure. And, and he's going into, um, what is it? An alcohol program. Okay. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming like he probably had some drinking going along with it. And that yep. may have been like the root of the issue yeah. perhaps is what they're going with. But yep. yeah, I mean, again, it's like, you got to get your help, but yeah, you can't be, you know, screaming at people, dude, like, no, or yeah. treating them just like absolute pieces of shit. Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's just common stuff. Like, yeah, it's very common sense. But the thing about common sense, it's not that common, obviously. And <laughs> Nate, just to kind of finish off the in the NHL, I mean, Nathan McKinnon's been off to a you know semi-slow start, only one goal in the year, but he's going to miss the next three weeks with a lower body injury. Yeah, that team's banged up, man. I mean, McCarr's out as well. Uh, Lannis Gog missed some time. Um, I can't remember who else was out, but it just seems like they've had like as soon as someone comes back, somebody else goes out. Yeah, which is a shame for them. I mean, I think they'll be fine. Like they're gonna be fine. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're it's still a so absolute early. wagon. Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously, too. Both you know, we're both very bullish on on you know where Colorado is gonna stand at the end of the year. But yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna miss you know their best player for the next three weeks. What, what's your opinion on? I know like obviously we had them as like a cup favorite off the start, but for you, has it like for me? I feel like it's kind of like. I don't really know if they're a cup favorite for me right now. Yeah, for me they're still they're still definitely in my top five for the cup, and and that's just I just revert back to what I've seen out of the playoffs from them. Like yeah, they just kind of have that 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 next level which I'd like teams to have. Yes, uh, the game changes so much come playoff time, and I've seen Colorado been able to adapt and been mm -hmm. able to play at that level. Yeah, oftentimes like a team like Toronto, 
doesn't have that. Well, I so. was when I was watching the game last night, or two nights ago now, I guess for the when once this comes out. But um, it, last night Andre Kasha scored, and that yeah. was the first goal that wasn't scored by like Nylander, Matthews, Tavares, or Marner in like four games or something. Yeah. And it was like I'm just thinking I'm like man this team has no shot man I know we've talked about it multiple times but like even even with that setup going into the first you're not gonna win the first round you need a deep squad man man you you need that secondary scoring is like massive it's so huge man we talk about it like look at Tampa's third line last year it was yep. incredibly strong yeah um, teams with with that can run four lines at any time of the any time mm-hmm. the game are the ones that experience success depth is extremely important and Toronto is locking that department it'll be interesting to see. Um, Nate, the PGA, we love talking PGA. Obviously, if you didn't see our new betting segment on Instagram, you got to go check it out. We're taking a lot of pride in that. Yeah, you're um, damn straight. Yeah, so we're uh, we giving out our best bets, obviously. Uh, but the Houston Open, uh, moving down uh, to, to Houston this week. Uh, it's it's kind of a, it's one of the longer tracks on tour. It's like 7,400 yards, uh, par 70, only three par fives, five par threes. Um, similar setup to a course that we play are very familiar with. Yeah, which um, means I would probably not be very good at this one either. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Nate, uh, I guess we could just talk about some of our top picks and some of the guys we'll be monitoring. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm coming in hot. You know, I got the win last week. Yeah, you did. I'm feeling it. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, Victor that's awesome. Victor Hovland, the 24 year old Norwegian. He's such an. Electric he's so player. good, and he's such a. He just like a fires me up. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Smiling. Like, he's just pumped, man. That's the thing yeah. about those, like, Swedes and Norwegians, yeah. man. They're just like, let's go, dude. Oh, like, incredible. this is awesome. But, yeah, you know, I took him last week. He was my best bet. Uh, not a big deal. Got the win there. So, you might want to follow my picks again. I am rolling my all-timers, you know, this week. Hey, I am... Just before you get back into it, I want yeah. to talk about Hovland. Oh, sure, so, sure. Sorry. So he, he went back to Switzerland a few weeks ago. I think it was maybe a couple months ago. And he was just he, – he brought three of his best friends out. Yeah. Buddies out. And, they, you know, they were having some beers and stuff. There ended up being 1,500 people show up at the golf course and followed them around during the round. Really? And he was like, that was the moment when I was like, oh, Holy shit. Holy shit, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean. Norway. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Well, man, Norway, uh, when they have an athlete as well, like, they are like, they're like Justin Bieber over there, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Hovland's definitely like a, like, Matt Zuccarello, yeah. when he goes back, yeah. apparently is like Wayne Gretzky in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's incredible. So, but yeah, so I was just going into, uh, I was going to just speak again about my uh, best bets this week. I'm just taking Old Faithful, yep. my boy, my favorite golfer of all time, Sung J.M. Yeah. My boy, he doesn't speak a lick of English, but, uh, you know, he lets his, uh, he lets it play on the course and that's how you know. Man, you're going to have two tough years coming up. What? When he reports to the military, that's going to be tough for you. Yeah, he's not going though. You th- what are you thinking? I don't know. Yeah, I mean... We saw it with Sang Moon Bay, man. He was I didn't want to talk he was an incredible day. He was an incredible talent on the BJ Tour and had to go do his his um his two years and now he's struggling to get his corn fairy status. Like it's it's incredible That's bullshit. It is, man. Obviously, you know, we're not in the position to comment on the process over in South Korea, but it is it's unfortunate. There's really so many is. countries like that. Even Russia does the same thing with like their military service. It's like what's the point? Yeah. There's yeah. so many people that could do it. Like yeah. you're gonna rip Sung J M out of there? my boy my best my best bet of the week is tyrell hatton the englishman the fire englishman known to throw clubs curse at himself tell tell himself he's an awful player obviously probably most of you saw him at the Ryder cup um but he came here he was seventh here last year he was third ranked in total strokes gained uh for the event last year he's just an incredible long iron player with all these lengthy par threes and lengthy par fours i think there's three par fours over 500 yards this week um 
I like Tyrell Hatton. I, you know, I he's he's a guy. He's a big game guy too. He, you know, I think he's due for one of the PGA Tour here soon. He's an incredible talent. So I'm on Tyrell Hatton. If you want the rest of our picks, you'll find him on Instagram. Yeah, you will. Also, just to speak on my uh, second pick too. If anybody backs my second bet, I will personally thank you to your face, shake your hand, because the only narrative I gave on Cam Smith yesterday was that he has the best mullet in sports. If someone rolls on him, and I'm thinking of someone specifically who might do it just because of yeah, that, yeah. and I think you know who. If you roll on that, I will shake your hand and I will give you a crisp $20 bill. I love it. I love it. Maybe make it a hundy if he wins. Yeah, so yeah, Cam Smith, I mean, that's not even a, like that. The narrative of him having the best mullet is very true. And he's also just an incredible talent. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah. He's so, a beauty. Um, Nate, moving into our segment for the week. Bullish or bearish? Yes. Are you high or low? Are you bullish or bearish on this happening? I'll start things off, Nate. Are you bullish or bearish on the Montreal Canadiens having a lottery pick? At the end of this NHL season. Oh, my God. I've never been more bullish on something in my life. Okay. Yeah, they are. They might. They'll be picking. They're going to get their third overall pick again, I feel like, you know? Okay. Yeah. This is That's where I'm going to slate them. I mean, you've seen it plenty of times in the past. You've had third. They took Gachenyuk. They had third. They took Kotkaniemi. They always whiff on their lottery picks. They do not get a draft pick right, generally ever. So, I'm going to say they're in the top five, and they're going to blow it again. Yeah. I know they're going to be in a spot where it's like not like a lock guy. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. if you get first, you're going to take Shane Wright. Yeah. Second is I believe uh, Matt Vay Mietzkov. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, Brad Lambert's next year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. With he was, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, if they have the first, like, I just feel like they're going to get like fourth, and they're just going to take. Like, remember when they took Kakaniemi? Everyone was like, dude, like, yeah, Brady Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have taken Brady Kachuk. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, do your thing, but yeah. anyway. All right, Greg. Bullish or bearish? The Detroit Lions winning a game. Yeah, this I'll, season. I, yeah, for sure. What if, I'll be bull, I'll be bullish on this. I think they win a game. Man, they've they've and it's not consistent, but they have shown some serious heart, some serious grit. Like they they bring it some weeks. Obviously, the game against the Rams, like they were in that game. Like they they could have won that football game. I think that Dan Campbell has these guys fired up week to week. Obviously, Jared Goff is is very inconsistent. They have weapons. TJ Hawkinson, I love. Uh, uh, DeAndre Swift on the offensive side of the ball. Running backs, awesome. I think they get a game done. Like we saw last week, like the Jaguars beating the Bills. Like there's just these odd weeks that, that just everything goes right for these teams and they win a game. I don't yeah. see them going winless. I hope. I pray for them that they win a game. I'm bullish on it. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Okay. But you know. We all know how I roll. Yeah. I want the 0-17 year. Yeah. I love it. It gives me reference points forever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What are they, the Detroit Lions? Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway. All right, Nate. Are you bullish <clears throat> or bearish on the Washington Wizards winning the Eastern Conference this year in the NBA? Winning the Eastern. I mean, they're in first place right now. 8-3 and three in Absol- the number one spot. Absolute fire wagon. We know how this goes, though. This is This is Washington, folks. This is Washington sports. They could even if they won the East, they're going out first round. Yep. At the best second round. I mean, these teams are just. This is the way it rolls. But uh, I'm gonna say I'm bearish on it. Okay. I don't think they're gonna get yeah. it. Like I, I don't think they're gonna be able to win the East. Yeah, like, they've been on heater of a start. You've just and... got such so many good teams too. Like you got like the 76ers will come up. Like yep. they'll be ahead of Washington. You have to reckon like the Nets, dude. Like yeah, you know, exactly. like if they reckon they're gonna be right there. The Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. Like yeah, the Bulls have had an incredible. Exactly. Start. There's it's so many squads that are. I mean, yeah. I think they'll get into the playoffs, but yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely not bearish on them making the Same or winning person. the East. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. Okay, <clears throat> Greg. Uh, in staying in the NBA, bullish or bearish on the Toronto Raptors making the playoffs? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be uh, bullish on them making the playoffs, and it'll, it won't be a great seed. Like I think it's going to be a bottom. Uh, like I, I would say, I think I've said this, you know, for a long time. But I, but in that seven to in that ten range, because now the playoff, the playing games. Yeah. I, I, they just have such a gritty roster, man. They just they play so tough. Like Fred, they've got a lot of experienced guys that have been to championship runs. I mean, Sayakam OG, uh, Fred Van Fleet. I mean, they, I mean, it's the Scotty Barnes guy is potentially a rookie of the year candidate. I mean, obviously, you know, we're really 10, 11 games in. But yeah, I do like what the Rock Raptors have. They're going to struggle through some parts of the season, but I think they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, I like that. Do you, are you, a, I was going to ask you too, are you a fan of this, uh, like the play ins? No. I don't like them. I think no. it's stupid, man. No. If there's one, if there's if there's one league that should be expanding the playoffs, as we've talked about, it's the MLB, not the NBA. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, right? Like, yeah. I, ten teams out of fifteen, like, yeah, in it's like it's crazy. This isn't the QMJHL. Yeah, already half of your league makes the playoffs with the eight teams. Exactly, it's almost as bad as the Q. What's the Q? I have eighteen teams and sixteen of them make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's then they roll the one v sixteen and sixteen gets absolutely. Blasted first round. Wow, that, yeah, that's insane. All right, Nate, are you bullish or bearish on Sung J M winning a major championship this year? Ooh, a major, a major. Jeez, I mean, I want to be bullish, but I think I might have to go bearish, man. There's so many good guys, yeah. like especially when you get to majors and you have like John Rom, yeah, like Bryson, obviously, like. DJ, Victor Hovland, ex- like, dude, Rory, there's a lot. Morikawa. There's, yeah. like, dude, like, yeah. the list goes on. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I would, every one of those guys you just said, I would. Brooks, Shoffley. I, dude, right? Like, yeah. and, and. Matsuyama. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely bearish now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, every one of those guys that you just mentioned, like, I could just see it before him. And for that reason, I think I'm going to be bearish on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there might be a chance that he might be able to get one. I could say the stars will align that week. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like more of like a – I'm more bullish on him getting like a second place like the Masters. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. T- like last year yeah. kind of thing. So I'm going to go with bearish, but I would be pleasantly pumped if it ended up being bullish. Yeah, 100%. All right, this is the last one for you, Greg. Yeah. Uh, are you bullish or bearish on Russell Wilson doing a highlight video for his child's birth? Oh, man. <laughs> you have to think. I mean, I'm bullish. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna put anything. Like uh, the unexpected should be expected from this cat. After what he pulled in these past few weeks in the NFL, just a, he's been a complete clown act off the field. So I'll say I'm bullish on that. I could see him doing a highlight film with Sierra, this kid coming in. Anyway, it's just ridiculous, dude. Uh. Um, Nate, are you bullish or bearish on John Tortorella being hired in the NHL this season? Ooh. Um, I'll say I'm, I'll say bullish. I mean, okay. he he did uh, obviously didn't have a great relationship with his players in Columbus. I mean, I I'm pretty sure Max Domi wasn't really a fan. I'm I'm certain him and Patrick Line didn't see eye to eye. Um, but you know, man, he he's a good coach for the right market. Like if you put him in like uh, I'm trying to think of a team that's like maybe like Chicago right now. Yeah, you know, like and those. So there's that King has stepped in. I forget his name. The and interim, then even in Florida, yeah. There's two interim coaches. They mean yeah. they seem to be performing uh, Andrew well. Andrew Burnett. Yeah, in, uh, Andrew Burnett. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand games in the in the league. Two thousand three, uh, he scored the last goal in Patrick Wall ever. No way. Yeah, he got the uh, Wild came back from three one down in two thousand three, uh, beat uh, Colorado first okay. round. Cool. Got the OT winner. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, if they've got to move on from the intern coaches, I mean, he's going to be certainly a strong candidate to get one of those jobs. 
Listen, everyone, we appreciate your support as always. Go check us out on Instagram. Go check us out on TikTok. Go shoot us a DM. Go check out our Twitch channel. Twitch channel's electric, folks. The Twitch community that we were building is unreal. It's so much fun, too. We, we're just watching sports. We're hanging out. We're chatting along with you guys. And, you know, uh, if any of you guys listening to the podcast have not checked it out, we'll be live Thursday nights, Saturday nights, and Sundays for football. So it's it's worth checking out because it is a, it's basically like a live podcast, yeah. ton of fun. You get, sure. if you're listening to the podcast and you enjoy the podcast, you will love the Twitch. Definitely. You will love it. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend.